true You're the reason we're here You're the reason we're singing Open up the heavens We want to see you Open up the floodgates A mighty river Flowing from your heart Filling every part of our praise Yeah, fill our praise Your presence in this place Your glory on our face We're looking to the sky Descending like a cloud You're standing with us now Lord, unveil our eyes You're the reason You're the reason we're here You're the reason You're the reason we're singing Yeah, open up the heavens We want to see you Open up the floodgates A mighty river Flowing from your heart Filling every part of our praise. Come on, say, show us your glory. Come on, say. Show us, show us your glory. Yeah, show us, show us your power. Show us, show us your glory, Lord. It's our prayer today. Show us your glory. Show us. Show us your glory. Show us your power. Show us, show us your power. Show us, show us your glory, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Show us, show us your glory. Show us, show us your power. Show us. Show us your glory, Lord. Come on, open up the heavens. And open up the heavens. We want to see you. Open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart. Filling every part of our praise. Come on, one more time. Open up. Open up the heavens. We want to see you open up the floodgates, a mighty river flowing from your heart, filling every part of our praise. Yeah, come on, one more time. Open up the heavens. Let's declare it. Open up the heavens. We want to see you open up the floodgates, a mighty river flowing from your heart. Filling every part of our praise. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 That's what we want. Amen. Amen. Why don't you remain standing with you for a moment? I want Angie to come and share just a moment with us what God placed on her heart today. Hi, guys. Um something that was really heavy on my heart and it's been all week and especially after talking to some people <clears throat> it's a couple things first off we're coming out of may which was mental health awareness month 
into June where I feel like people are struggling even more. And um, I don't like giving the enemy a lot of credit, but in this particular instance, he is really coming in right now with a mission of stealing and killing and taking your vision, taking your purpose and taking your worth. And it's not just one person I've talked to who's been like this. It's been many people. And that spoke to me personally because I mean, I've battled with mental illness for since I was like a junior in high school. It's been on and off, and I've been a believer my whole life, so it really didn't have anything to do too much with did I believe in God, did I love Him? I always have. <clears throat> but I go through fluctuations with it just like other people do. But what I really felt impressed to say is that right now, more than ever, um, we have to call it out. We have to bring light to it. And the other thing is, if you're someone who battles with it, don't carry it around like a banner like I have mental illness or I struggle with depression. It's like, you might be something you struggle with, but it's not who you are. It's not what you are. It's not, the world will tell you, you have to have a label. My label is I'm a child of Christ and I'm not perfect. And I struggle just like everybody else. And I also think he's really just trying to isolate everybody who deals in this area, because if he can isolate them, he's cutting them off from the source and it withers and dies. And Christ is our source. We're the body. So these people are part of us. They're a part of the body. We're a part of the body. You have to grab onto someone else around you. It's noticing the people who are not saying it. It's noticing the people that it's obvious with. And maybe you don't feel comfortable talking. Just talk to them. Check on them. See how they're doing. Because the truth is, we're moving into seasons of change. And we know that we have this conference coming up. Right now, he's wanting to attack our body in particular because then we will not be focused will be in division we will not be unified and that's the last thing we can allow to happen but it's not it goes beyond these walls it goes beyond these walls it goes to the people you see every day you don't know who you're next to who is struggling and I feel like it was a little um, it was confirmation to me that I need to open up my own eyes and look around me and pay attention to the people around me because God loves them so much and if I know that truth, I need them to know that truth. And there's people who have been in the church their whole lives who don't know that. They don't truly see or know their worth. And yeah, I could tell someone all day long they have worth, but you have to believe it for yourself. And the only way to do that is to surround yourself with the word, to surround yourself with the things of God and the people of God. And we can't let those people who come in our building down by not seeing them and not linking arms with them and not praying for them. And so I'm just really kind of calling out to the body to really start fervently praying for the people in here and the people coming who've been battling in this area because it's straight from the pits of hell. We know where it's from. Um, and I'm not saying it as a condemnation thing too because I, like I said, I deal with it too sometimes. But it's, we need to be the ones who don't, aren't struggling in it at the moment. Look for the people who need a hand. Look for the people who truly just need you to see them and just say, I care about you and I, you have worth and value and and the more that we reach out to them, the less the enemy can isolate them, trying to kill them. So the scripture, there's two scriptures that really kind of came to mind. Um, in the Passion Translation, in Psalms 119, I know we've read it a lot, but um, in the Passion Translation, it labels the way to happiness is the first part of that. And it says, you're only truly happy when you walk in total integrity, walking in the light of God's word. What joy overwhelms everyone who keeps the ways of God, those who seek Him as their heart's passion. They'll never do what's wrong 
but will always choose the, choose the path of the Lord. And I feel like if you deal with depression, you're always being told you're messed up in some way. You're doing something wrong. So if your eyes are on God and you're doing the things of God, you're, you're where you need to be. Um, he's prescribed the right way to live for all of us by obeying his laws with all of our hearts. How I long for my life to bring you glory. That's how we should all be all the time, that we're glorifying God. Um, then, then I will never be ashamed, for I take strength from all your commandments. I will give my thanks to you from the heart of love and truth. And every time I learn more of your righteous judgments, I will be faithful to all that your word reveals. So don't ever give up on me. That's our cry to God. And also the last part is talking about true joy. How can a young man stay pure only by living in the word of God and walking in its truth? I have longed for you with the passion of my heart. Don't let me stray from your directions. I consider your prophecies to be my greatest treasure, and I memorize them, and I write them on my heart to keep me from committing sins of treason against you. We have to literally write God's word on our heart to be able to withstand any attacks that come against us. Um, my wonderful God, you are to be praised above all. Teach me the power of your decrees. I uh, find more joy in following what you tell me to do than chasing after all the wealth of the world. We will always find more joy, more pleasure, when we are focused on God and doing what He asks us to do. I always kind of think back to when I was on a mission field in Peru, and I'm sitting there in the hottest area I've ever been in my life in the most uncomfortable circumstances, and I felt such pure joy, because I at least knew in that moment I was doing what God wanted me to do, and I'd never felt anything like that before. Um, and that's what we're striving for, is if we do what He asks us to do, it's such peace, it's such joy that comes over us. And you kind of stop caring about what were my dreams, what were my, you start lining up with him. Um, and so really that's kind of like the stuff I want us to focus on is and when we start singing again, just truly laying those things at his feet and not picking them back up because, you know, he already paid for it. And it's not condemnation. It's not saying you're not doing a good job, but, um, just saying that we have to try a little harder to strive towards him and as a body we have to try harder to find the ones who need help and to link up with them um, so I'm going to pray really fast over this <clears throat> Father I just want to come right now and just tell you thank you thank you for dying on the cross and, and killing depression at the cross and yes. killing you know our worthlessness at the cross and the fact that we are sinful people at the cross and I'm just thankful that you sit there and you're not sitting in judgment, you're sitting in love. And I'm praying that your love and how you see people is what they start listening to instead of the lies of the world and the lies of the enemy. Because no matter what they've done, their purpose is still you, it's still the things of you. We've all messed up. Don't look behind you, stop turning your head behind and look ahead to God. And Father, I'm just asking you right now, just any people who are feeling super isolated and super depressed, we break that in the name of Jesus. It is a curse. It is not something they're meant to carry or, or just deal with in this world. We know it's a broken world, but you dying at the cross, Jesus, broke that curse. And so, Father, the scripture that I want to pray over them is from Romans 15, 13. Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his super abundance until you radiate with hope. Yes. Romans 15, 13. We need to radiate with yes. hope and joy. Yes. And so as we go back into Thank worship, you, 
Let's just focus on finding the joy in Christ and allowing Him to move in us and let the Holy Spirit start changing the people who we think we are into who God really says we are. Come on, amen. Well, let's all stand together. Come on. So, Father, we just thank you. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Let's stand together. Come on. Come on. If you've been feeling some type of way lately, you can just shake it off today. Amen. Come on. Amen. Yeah, we worship you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Lord. So good to us, Lord. I give you glory for all you've brought me through. And now I'm ready for whatever you want to do. I'm moving forward to follow after you. And now I'm ready for whatever you want to do. Is an open door. Want you, Lord, like never before. Come on, your presence. Your presence is an open door. Now, Lord, like never before. In every season, your grace has been enough. And I'm believing the best is yet to come. The cross before me, my hope on things above. And in you, Jesus, the best is yet to come. Your presence is an open door. We want you, Lord, like never before. Your presence is an open door. So come now, Lord, like never before. If we believe it today, come on. We want you to come, Holy Spirit. Shake it off, shake it off. Depression, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes, it is. I know breakthrough is coming. Come on, speak it out. By faith, I see a miracle. My God made me a promise and he won't stop now. Stop now. I know. I know. 
Jesus, 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 power in the name of Jesus, oh, we bless you, Jesus, 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 oh, there's no other name. There's no other name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Wonder working power. Miracle working power. Oh. See heaven invading this place. I see angels praising your holy name. I sing praises. I sing praises. I give you honor, worthy Jesus. I see glory falling in this place I see hope restored healing of all disease I sing praises I sing praises I give you honor worthy Jesus we give you praise and all of the honor you are our God the one we live for we give you praise all of the glory, God. We give you praise. 
all the glory come on just lift your hands across the room for a moment and let him love on you right now because he's here 
And when I said he's here, he's here to, to love you. He's here to, to honor you. He's here to even let you know that you are worthy and that you're qualified. Father, we thank you for your love. And Father, as we declare honor and worthy worthiness over you, Father, you say back to your children, you're worthy and you're loved and you're valuable and you're qualified. Father, we thank you. We love you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory and all the praise. All the glory and all the praise. All the glory and all the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We receive today from you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise and all of the honor. You are our God. The one we live for, we give you praise, all of the glory, God. Yeah, we give you praise, all of the honor, you are our God. The one we live for, we give you praise, all of the glory, God, and all of the glory. Thank you, Jesus, and all of the glory. Yeah, and all of the glory. And all of the glory. Yes, you deserve it all. All of the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We bless you, Father. Thank you, Jesus.
Psalm 103 says, with my whole heart, with my whole life, and with my innermost being, I bow in wonder and love before you, the holy God. Yahweh, you are my soul's celebration. How could I ever forget the miracles of kindness you've done for me? You've kissed my heart with forgiveness in spite of all I've done. You've healed me inside and out from every disease. You've rescued me from hell and saved my life. You've crowned me with love and mercy. You satisfy my every desire with good things. You've supercharged my life so that I soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. You're a God who makes things right, giving justice to the defenseless. You unveiled to Moses your plans and showed Israel's sons what you could do. Lord, you're so kind and tender-hearted to those who don't deserve it and so patient with people who fail you. Your love is like a flooding river overflowing its banks with kindness. You don't look at us only to find our faults just so that you can hold a grudge against us. You may discipline us for our many sins, but never as much as we really deserve. Nor do you get even with us for what we've done. Higher than the highest heavens, that's how your tender mercy extends. Greater than the grandeur of heaven above is the greatness of your loyal love towering over all who fear you and bow down before you. Father, then uh, from a sunshine to a sunset, that's how far you've removed our guilt from us. The same way a loving father feels toward his children, that's but a sample of your tender feelings toward us. Your beloved children who live in all of you, you know all about us inside and out. You are mindful that we're made from dust. Our days are so few and our momentary beauty so swiftly fades away. Then all of a sudden we're gone like grass clippings blown away in a gust of wind, taken away to our appointment with death, leaving nothing to show that we were here. But Lord, your endless love stretches from one eternity to the other, unbroken and unrelenting toward those who fear you and those who bow face down in awe before you. Your faithfulness to keep every gracious promise you've made passes from parents to children, to grandchildren and beyond. You are faithful to all those who follow your ways and keep your word. God's heavenly throne is eternal, secure, and strong, and His sovereignty rules the entire universe. So bless the Lord, all His messengers of power. For you are His mighty heroes who listen intently to the voice of His word to do it. Bless and praise the Lord, you mighty warriors, ministers who serve Him well and fulfill His desires. I will bless the Lord and praise the Lord with my whole heart. Let all His works throughout the earth, wherever His dominion stretches, let everything bless the Lord. Would you bless the Lord for just a moment right where you are? Come on, would you thank your Father today, your Heavenly Father today? Come on, open up your mouth and begin to bless Him today. Come on, bless Him today. 
Father, we bless you today. You've been so good to us. We remember your mercies. We remember your miracles. We remember your wonders, God. We remember, God, and we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Come on, thank him this morning for how far he's brought you. Thank him this morning for how where he's taking you to. Come on, thank him this morning. Come on. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We magnify you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. We praise you. We bless you. We praise you today. Hallelujah. Would you clap your hands and praise him for just a moment? Come on. Come on. Thank him. Come on, clap your hands, all you people. Come on, thank him. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, King. 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 We bless you. We bless you. We lift you up. 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 We magnified. Be glorified. Let all the praise be glory unto your name. Let all the praise be glory to your name. Be glory to your name. Be glory to your name. We were you're worthy. 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 We glorify you. We thank you, Father. We thank you for miracles. We thank you for miracles that have happened. The miracles that have taken place. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We bless you this morning, Father. We bless you this morning, Father. Oh, we honor you. We love you. Hallelujah. Come on, praise him. Clap your hands, everybody. Hallelujah. Come on, he's here. He, he's here. Come on, he's here. He's here. Oh, hallelujah. Mighty God, mighty God. Mighty God, 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 mighty God. Mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Well, what are you doing? I'm just blessing the Lord today. He said, he said to come to church joyful and full of gladness. 
I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise will continue, continually. It's continuous in the good times and in the bad times. I praise him. I bless him. I thank him. Hallelujah. So we do it. Oh, we bless you. Bless you, Jesus. Well, turn to your neighbor, give him a high five and say, God is good. I'll tell your other neighbor, God's good. Tell the one behind you, God's good. Let everybody know that God's good. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. I said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Do you have breath? So praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Well, happy Father's Day. You're so welcome. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We can, we can do the announcement video. Good morning and welcome to the gathering place. My name is Alexis. Today is Sunday, June 20th, and these are your morning announcements. If this is your first time to TGP, we would like to say welcome and we are so glad that you're here. If you would like to learn more about our church, text the word CONNECT to 409-230-0103. We would love the opportunity to connect with you. Today is Father's Day, so we want to wish a happy, happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. We will not be having midweek service this Wednesday night in preparation for Open Heavens. Open Heavens will be held this Thursday through Sunday. Thursday through Saturday, we will be at the Holiday Inn in Beaumont, and we're going to be right back here next Sunday at regular service time. Revival Weekend is coming up. Join us right here at GGP July 16th through the 18th. Our special guest pastor is Susan Richardson. That is all I have for you guys today. I hope you have a wonderful week and we will see you at Open Heavens. Make sure you stay connected throughout the week online at www.tgp.church and on Facebook and Instagram at TGP Mid-County. Good morning. Um, I want to just mention just another. Can you give Alexis a great big we love you? Give our worship team a great big we love you. Thank you all so much for worshiping. Um, and just real quick, I want to let you know we're expanding our worship team. Uh, we're going to have some new singers up here. We're going to have um, twice every, every uh, what is it, two Sundays we'll have, a, we'll have live worship. And so be praying about that. We have a gentleman coming that is committed to be with us for two weeks out of the month. And so he's going to be with us and it's going to be amazing. You don't want to miss it. So we're going we're gonna to worship for a long time when he comes. Amen. And so he's coming. And so if you, get, if you know someone in your family that plays an instrument, <clears throat> then sign them up. Get them over here. We're, we're going to have a good time. Amen. We got folks learning the saxophone. We got folks learning how to sing. And so I'm telling you, we're about to, we're about to bust heaven open with the sounds of heaven. Amen. Amen. Man. So I'm excited about it. Um, of course, Open Heavens is this week. Um, I'm sure everyone's going to be there. It's going to be an amazing time in the Lord. I can promise you that. Um, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be provoked. You're going to be pushed. It's going to be really good. Worship's going to be good. Zoe Fowler's going to be doing our praise and worship. And I want to just encourage you, if you can't come during the day, please turn tune in online. We hope that, we hope that it's going to be live streamed. At this point, we really don't know. Um, but it will be recorded. And, but, so if, you're, if, you're, if you uh, don't come, then, then um, pray that the recording works. <laughs> Um, but we are, we are, we may, we, it, live stream may or may not work. We don't know yet until we get there. Right, Jeff? Or is it working? It will work. Okay. Last note of God was not. So anyway, we want to make sure you're there if you can get there. We already have 157 people who have registered. We've got a little bit more room. And so it's going to be a great time in the Lord. 
Um, I want to thank you, those in this house who have donated um, your time, uh, your money, um, all those great things, your prayer time to Open Heavens. It is well worth it, and we're excited about it. Um, I want to mention that we do have a sign-up sheet for baptisms in the back. Um, if you want to get baptized, you want to get rebaptized. We'll be doing that during Revival Weekend, July the 16th, 17th, and 18th. We're going to set up the baptismal trough right here, and we're going to baptize during Revival Weekend. And so it's going to be a really great time in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Now, I need to make sure everyone knows, does everybody grab your cell phone? Yep, I'm, I'm the pastor is saying grab your cell phone. Hallelujah. Grab your phone, and you need to change our text to give number. The, the giving number has changed. So if you haven't already updated if you didn't see our announcement and have not updated it, you need to go and save this number to your phone. Um, this is the number you text give to, okay? It's no longer the 936 number. It has changed to 833-661-1086. And so while you're doing that, you can go ahead and send in your offering and, um, and um, that type of stuff. And so this is the giving segment. And so update your, the number and go ahead and do your, your, your giving. Thank you so much. Um, of course, you can still write a check. There's an offering receptacle in the back. And so make sure you have that updated. We accidentally hit the wrong thing the other day, and it changed everything. So 833-661-1086. And so thank you. Also, uh, uh, fathers, we do have gifts for you in the back. And so at the end of service today, they'll be uh, presented at the information desk. And so you can grab that on the way out today. We love all of our men here today. You guys are a, a, a an example to many. I love you. I, I appreciate your um, your 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 genuineness. Uh, your, I appreciate your manhood. You know, some men um, have, are very weak bones, but our men are strong. And I'm thankful that we have strong and healthy men in this church, and who love Jesus, who love the Lord, who who uh, will will. Go to bat for you. We'll fight hell for you. We'll do whatever you need them to do to, to, to um, move your life forward. These men, we, we have breakfast together once a month. I'll tell you, they, these are some anointed guys. And so we love you. We honor you. Thank you so much for making TGP your church home. It's a blessing to have you a part of it. Amen? Now. Is he getting out today? Yes. Come on, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I tell you what, but Buddy is a um, trooper, man. And so God has... Do you want to give him a, a report real fast? He is eating? Good. Amen. Amen. Aren't you doing that great news? Amen. Um, buddy, be on the golf course in no time. <laughs> we might as well bring him a pair of golf clothes to the hospital so he can go straight from the hospital to the golf course. Amen. Well, last week we uh, started talking about mindsets. We're going to continue that on that trail of thought today. And uh, everybody say, I have a good mindset. You know, Christ is uh, Jesus. Thank you. Christ is uh, dealing with mindsets today. We, we don't, you know, we don't need to have a bad mindset. I said last week that mindsets are the established set of attitudes held by somebody. 
It's a way of thinking. We said it's a collection of thoughts uh, or beliefs that shape our thought habits. And I'm going to go into a little bit. We talked about um, Gideon and David, and we talked about the Apostle Paul. And I ended last Sunday on Colossians 2, verses 1 through 5. And today we're going to begin, we want to read 2 Corinthians. And so we'll put that here on the screen. 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, verses 1 through 6. And I'll read it to you. It says, Now I, Paul, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence and based among you, but being absent and, or, and bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some. Which think of us as we walk according to the flesh. Verse 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. 2 Corinthians 10, 1-6. Look, look, look at verse 3 again. For though we walk in the flesh... We do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5. Casting down what? Imaginations. And every high thing that exalteth itself against what? The knowledge of God. And bringing into what? Every what? Thought. To the obedience of Christ. So that means every thought that I think should I should bring it into obedience of Christ. Does it line up with Christ? Yes? Yes? Yes. So our thought life should mine should line up with the Word of God. And so we're going to continue this discussion for just a few moments. The number one thing the enemy likes to attack more than anything, in my opinion, is the mind. Here's the mind. The mind. The mind is constantly under a barrage of attack. Why? Because the enemy wants you to believe um, false imaginations. Wants you to believe things that don't truly exist. Wants you to perceive things that really don't make sense. I've seen it in our seven years of ministry here. People have, have looked at things incorrectly and diagnosed people incorrectly, diagnosed situations incorrectly because they've perceived it a certain way. Not Christ-like, but from another realm. So we've got to be careful that our thoughts and our, our, our thinking, what we perceive, is Christ-like. Amen. You should have a filter. Everything should run through the God filter. Is it Christ-like? Is what I'm thinking Christ-like. Well, they did this, they did that. It doesn't matter what they did to you. Doesn't matter. How, what about you? What about you? I've had to look in my mirror many, many, many times and be like, what about you, John? What about you? And so I want to make sure that, that what we're doing is that everything we're running, all of our thoughts, everything that we believe through the filter of heaven. Mindsets. 
It is unfortunate to say, but a lot of our issues in relationships today is due to uh, the fact that someone has believed a lie. The enemy has whispered something into someone's ear and they believed it. They don't love you. Your mama doesn't love you. They hate you. They're talking about you. Blah, blah, blah. And, so, and unfortunately, a lot of people believe the lies. And they develop a mindset, a fixed attitude that it's always going to be that way. No one's ever going to, and the church is always going to be like that. And It's a negative mindset. It's a negative attitude. And Christ wants to deal with that. And may I announce, he's already dealt with it at the cross of Calvary. But we got to make sure that we bring what? All of our thoughts into obedience unto Christ. Yes? And so, let me give you a little bit of a process. So, let's say the enemy whispers a lie in your ear, and, 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 and then you begin to repeat what you heard. You believe it, and then unfortunately you develop a mindset that becomes a fixed attitude. What is a mindset? It's a fixed attitude. It's a disposition. It's a mood. It's a mental attitude that predetermines a person's responses and interpretations of situations. That's a mindset. It's, a, it's, a, it's the way someone typically thinks or responds about things. There are mindsets that we inherit as, as children. We see our parents respond to certain things, good and bad, and we, we pick up on their behavior, we pick up on their mindset, and that mindset becomes our mindset. Because we watch them as children, and we see them and how they respond. And so as children, we learn mindsets by example. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and 11 says, When I was a child... I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. I put away childish things. If you can go to the slide that talks about the word thought. What is the thought? It's the word, I can't say that, but you see it. And it means to take an inventory, or to take into account. It means to compute. So thought means to take an inventory in that scripture. And as we grow, you can go to the next slide, and as we grow as strong and healthy believers, we must take, we must make a choice. We can either choose to carry on with negative mindsets, um, what I like to call generational mindsets, or we can be the one to break a generational negative mindset. Example, if your parents were racist and didn't like folks who didn't look like you, sound like you, smell like you, and you still carry that when, you're, when you are an adult, then you're carrying an unhealthy generational mindset. You have not put away childish things. Hello? <laughs> and you're still acting as if you have no Christ living on the inside of you. It has become a fixed attitude. In the kingdom of God, we're all one. So a mentality is a fixed attitude that says, um, it, it could say, uh, 
in this regard, I could say I'm better than you. And so this would be a demonic mindset that causes the plan of the enemy, which is division, to be made manifest. Or you could have a, a, a positive mindset that says God is good all the time. And when trouble comes, God is still good. And that trouble doesn't affect your mindset. And that's where we need to be. Well, it's hard, Pastor John. Yes, I know it's hard. <laughs> I have opportunities every day to get in the flesh. And you know what? Sometimes I do. Ask my mom. <laughs> she knows. But I'm quick to shift gears because I know, you know what? Wait a minute. It's a mindset. Don't get trapped into negative mindsets. Don't do it. Let's shift gears. Okay, speaking about fixed attitudes, attitudes. As Christ followers, it is very important that we understand that the enemy, who we do not glorify, but we understand that we must not be ignorant of his schemes. The enemy's job is to get us to feel some type of way. His job is to get us into our feelings. The Apostle Paul in the book of Philippians speaks on fixing our mind. Let's look at it together. Philippians 4. Please turn there if you have your Bible. Of course, it's going to be up here on the screen, but it's real small. <laughs> Philippians 4. And I'm going to be, li- be reading out of the Living Bible Translation, okay? And it says this. Philippians 4, verse 1. Dear brothers, I love you and I long to see you, for you are my joy and my reward for my work. My beloved friends, stay true to the Lord. And now I want to plead with those, uh, there's a, t- a two-dear woman, a Udeus and Can't say that word. Please, please, with the Lord's help, quarrel no more. Be friends again. So he's dealing with the spirit of offense right here. Verse 3. And I ask you, my true teammate, to help these women, for they worked side by side with me in telling the good news to others, and they worked with with Clement too, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are written in the book of life. Verse 4. You may want to highlight this. Always be full of joy in the Lord. Always be full of joy. Of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Verse 5. And let everyone see that you are unselfish and considerate in all you do. Remember that the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank Him for His answers. If you do this, you will experience God's peace which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. Verse 8. And now, brothers, as I close this letter, let me say this one more thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine, good things in others. Think about all you can praise God for and be glad about. Verse 9, and keep putting into practice all you learned from me and saw me doing. And the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4.8, I love it. Keep your thoughts, what? Continually fixed on all. All that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful. 
pure and holy, merciful and kind. Look at that. Let's look at that together, guys. Look up here. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is what? Authentic and real. If your thoughts are fixed on anything else other than authentic and real, your mind will not be at peace. Will not be at peace. Keep your thoughts fixed on what's honorable and what's admirable. What's beautiful and respectful. Pure and holy. Merciful and kind. And this says, fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Fasten. Just picture yourself fastening your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Praising Him always. Fastening your thoughts. Fastening your thoughts on every glorious work. Praising Him. Let me go back one Philippians 4 again. Verse number 4. Always be full of joy in the Lord. Always be full of joy. Notice it says in the Lord. In the Lord. Be full of joy in the Lord. So that means you have to have a relationship, a relationship with your heaven to get this kind of joy. It's the kind of joy that's undeniable, uncontainable, the kind of joy that's full of glory. Full of power. Full of his anointing. If, if we are Christ, if we, are, are, if we have the mind of Christ, then we should be full of joy. Yes? And so it says in verse 5, Let everyone see that you are unselfish and be considerate in all you do. Verse 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. If you're a worry wart, if all you do, all you, if you worry about every little thing, turn that into prayer. Turn that into prayer. Turn that into prayer. <laughs> turn it into prayer. You don't have to worry about anything. Because if you're, if you're a child of God, your heavenly father's got it all under control. Everything is under control. Everything is under control. Your job America, this church, your relationships, your friendships, it's all under, because God, as a Christ follower, God's got you. God's got you. And so don't worry about everything. Pray about everything. Tell God your needs, and don't forget to thank him for his answers. And if you do this, verse 7 says, you're going to experience God's peace. You need peace? Here's how you get it. Which is far more wonderful than any human mind can understand. What is far more wonderful? God's peace. Your human mind can't even comprehend how peace, how, what kind of God's peace is. When you begin to cut off things that, that, that are lying to you, that are, that are uh, you can take that off the screen for a minute. Uh, that are that are speaking against you, when you begin to cut those things off, when you begin to cut off negative attitudes and negative speech, and, and you begin to really live in the peace of God, your whole life changes. You don't worry anymore. It stops. It says, it continues, it says in verse uh, 7, 
and his peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Jesus. Look at that, guys. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest. As long as you stay, as long as you stay focused, your, your thoughts are fastened on his glorious works, your, your mindset is fixed on him, then his peace will keep your thoughts, your hearts quiet and at rest. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Let's look at the next slide here. Now I'm going to be depending on you guys in the back because those are my notes. I'm about to be on the on the screen. So let's go to um, go back a slide. That's not all right. Okay, how can we keep a God-approved mindset? Keep your thoughts continually fixed on that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Next slide. Hebrews 12.2. We look away from the natural realm and we focus our attention and expectation on Jesus. We keep our thoughts fixed. We fasten our thoughts on the glorious work of God. We look away from the natural realm. A lot of people's Peace is being disturbed because you're focused on the natural realm. We are, we are spirit, we are, we are, we are to be Christ-like. And if we're going to be Christ-like, then, then our focus should be on Christ, not on the natural realm. Yes, we got we to gotta be uh, human beings. I get all that. But if, it, but if everything around you is, is, is dis disturbing your peace, then focus on Jesus. Number four, we focus our attention we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus. If you're, uh, you, need to, you need to refocus your expectation. Take your expectation off people. People are going to disappoint you. People are going to offend you. People are going to hurt you. Your expectation needs to be set on Jesus. Then the result is this, Galatians chapter 5. Then this will give the Holy Spirit access to produce in us the fruit of the Spirit. If we are at peace, if our, our mindsets are fixed, our thoughts are fastened, then, then within us, this will give the Holy Spirit access or an opportunity to produce in us the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23 from the New Living Translation says it this way, but the, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And there is no law against these things. The Passion Translation says it this way. But the fruit, the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. And the Greek word here for patience is taken from a verb that means ever tapping or never quitting. It's kindness in action. 
The Aramaic word for kindness can be translated into sweetness. It goes on and says in this verse, a life full of virtue or goodness, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of the Spirit. Strength of the Spirit. And never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be what? Limitless. Limitless. So God is trying to, to, He's saying to us, fix your thoughts, fix your mind, make sure that you don't have any type of, 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 of uh, negative thinking, because in this, in this America today, you're going to have, to have, have, you're going to, have to be, your, your thoughts are going to have to be fixed. Your mind's going to have to be fixed. But in the process, I'm going to be teaching you that love is divine and all its varied expression. I'm going, to, I'm going to give you a joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures. I'm going to, you're, going to have, you're going to be producing kindness. You're going to live a life full of virtue. You're going to have faith that prevails. You're going to have a gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. That's what we need. Yes? That's what we need. This, this should be, this is how we should look. We should look like this. We should look like that. When the world comes around, we should, we should look like that we should have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Is there another slide, y'all? Or is that the last one? That's it. All right. And so I want to encourage you this morning to, 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 to make sure that your mindset that you have in your, in your, in your life today is bringing you to the right place, bringing you to the right def- destination Bringing you, it's, it's pushing you forward, not pushing you back. We need to make sure. In closing. In closing, I want to read this. I read it last week, but I want to read it again. Um, gotta find it give me one second thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Romans 5, and verse 1 says this, Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us, and He now declares us flawless in His eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, has done for us. Friend, today, if you're here, and you say, I don't have this lasting peace. And we're going we're gonna to get that today before you go. Verse 2. And our faith guarantees us permanent access into this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. What incredible joy burst forth, forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, 
we have a joyful confidence knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character and proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of Christ cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. For, we, for when the time was right, the anointed one came and died to demonstrate his love for sinners who were entirely helpless, weak, and powerless to save themselves. Now, who of us would dare to die for the sake of a wicked person? We can all understand if someone was willing to die for a truly noble person, but Christ proved God's passionate love for us by dying in our place while we were still lost and ungodly. And there is still much more to say of His unfailing love for us. For through the blood of Jesus, we have heard the powerful declaration, You are now righteous in my sight. And because of the sacrifice of Jesus, you will never experience the wrath of God. So if while we're still enemies, God fully reconciled us to Himself through the death of His Son, then something greater than friendship is ours. Now, that we are at peace with God. And because we share in His resurrection life, how much more we will be, we will be rescued from sin's dominion. Listen, and even more than that, we overflow with triumphant joy in our new relationship of living reconciled to God, all because of Jesus Christ. That's the kind of life we get to live. Hello. Thank you, Lord. That's the kind of life we get to live. And you may say today, John, well, your mindset is about my, your, 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 your message on mindsets. Yeah. If you have this type of mindset, <laughs> that Christ sees you flawless. That you know what? Yeah, you mess up. And yeah, you get crazy. And yeah, your mindset is jacked up sometimes. But Christ gives you an opportunity to change. Because of the cross. Because of what Jesus has done for you. Because of the blood of Jesus. He says you don't got to live that way. You can go to the, you can bring your mind to the next level. You don't have to have a victim's mentality. Why is everybody always picking on me? No. Christ took that on the cross so that you wouldn't have to be victim. And people play victim all the time. And I just want to go and slap them. <laughs> but I can't. God's still working on me. Some of y'all know this song. So what am I saying? Look, look. Christ went to Calvary not just to heal you, forgive you, deliver you, but he came so that you could have the mind of Christ. So that you could live a life pleasing and acceptable. He's that good. That's the kind of father we serve. You know, growing up, my mom was a Heck of a mom. 
And she was a heck of a dad. And yes, we're celebrating men today. But let me just take a moment and, and brag on my mom. Had to raise two crazy, two crazy kids. Boys at that. It may have been a little easier with girls. I don't know. But I don't know. But two crazy kids. But she created in us a mindset to, to know who our father was. You know who, who our dad was in that house? Heavenly Father. We didn't grow up thinking we were without a, a dad. We grew up thinking we had the best dad in the world. Our Heavenly Father. We turned out okay because of that mindset. Did we want to rebel against it and resist it? Oh, heck yeah. But when the dust settles, he's in control. So if you're a single mom today, if you're watching a single mom, single dad, hey, you know what? If we made it, you can make it too. It's about your mindset. It's about your mindset. She pushed us to go to church. We didn't want to go to church. Especially on Wednesdays. So especially Sunday nights. And then she drug us to Tuesday night prayer. <laughs> really, woman? <laughs> you know? But it was, she was developing, cultivating a mindset. That if you stay in this bubble, in this boundary, you'll be all right. But if you step out of that, all hell's going to break loose. And so I'm, I'm better for it today. Because of a mindset that she instilled in us to pray and to read the Bible. You know how you're going to get through this life? Praying and reading the Word. You want to break a filthy mindset? Get in this. You want to get, you want to get out of this victim mentality? Read this. If you don't like reading New King James, baby, get you a Passion Bible. Come on. <laughs> we need to buy some. People say, why do you read out of the Passion Bible? Because it just, I mean, listen to what I just read you. I mean, it sounds amazing. And people say, well, that's not the literal Bible. Well, this gentleman took the Aramaic and translated it into English so that we could have more, so we, we would understand what it really meant in their language. Mindsets. Don't let a religious mindset keep you away from hearing God's voice. I, I study out of three Bibles. And then I come and I open this to get more. There's more. Don't limit God to just one certain flow or one certain stream. I want to encourage you today, business leaders, watch your mindset. When COVID happened, we closed our business that we had to, like everyone else. But we didn't take on the mindset that we were going to be in lack. We took on the mindset that we're going to be better because we closed. We took on the mindset of this church when they when they we couldn't meet. I, I took I could have got offended and I could have been depressed. I, I had just lost my job. I had plans, y'all. 
I, I was I had speaking engagements all over America that I could have, but I couldn't go. That's how I was going to pay my bills. But God had other plans. He had to change my mindset. Wait a minute, you're not going to travel. I'm going to keep you in Nederland. You're going to organize the church. You're going to clean up the church. You're going to get things right. You're going to get things right at the shop, and we're going to we're going to we're going to get things in line. And so, you know what? Today I can say I'm thankful for COVID because of where we are right now. I'm better for it. I'm better for it. I'm better for it. And yeah, a lot of folks died and, we, and it breaks my heart. But you know what? My mindset is I'm better because of it. We had a lot of folks that fought COVID here. But in the big picture of things, you got to think, what was it? What was it? sent to do was it sent to kill you well you're still here so what purpose was it for to develop patience what was it there for change your mindset change your mindset when delay comes don't look at it like delay look at it as, as an opportunity to get strengthened and and to learn something and it's your mindset when someone says no don't look at it as someone saying no just be like you know what it's not the right time So be careful. Think. Make sure you're thinking God thoughts. And don't take everything personal. Some things God has to do to move some things around so that when your time comes, everything is in its place. Amen? Let's stand together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. I just got a text. Um, Buddy's on his way home. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to pray um, here today. Um, let's see. Um, Lucas, your grandfather's name was what? Wayne. What's the last name? Cleveland. I want to pray for the Cleveland family. So if you'll come, Lucas, this morning. Julia, you can join him. We want to pray for his, he lost his grandfather uh, yesterday, I think, right? Friday. So we want to pray for this family. And y'all stretch forth your hands this way. Father, I thank you right now for this family, for Lucas and for Julia. And Father, we just, we just thank you for the new thing that you're going to begin to do in this family. Father, we just declare and decree that this family is at peace. And that joy, Father, is their portion. And Father, I ask you, Holy Spirit, to go to this family and comfort them. Let them feel your presence. Let them feel your glory. Let them feel you in a whole new way, Father. Let there be a door of opportunity that opens, Father. So that Lucas can share the word of God with them. Father, I thank you for even reconciliation, Father, and restoration. And we just thank you for this family. And we thank you that they're called, this family, Julian Lucas, are called 
for such a time as this. But at the right place, at the right time, to do what you've called them to do. We bless them. We thank you for them. Now, Father, we, we celebrate for the door of opportunity for these two to minister to them, their family. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you, man. Thank you. Love you, sis. Hallelujah. I want you to put your hand on your head right now. Everybody put your hand on your head. I want you to say this. I have the mind of Christ. I will do what God has called me to do. I will say what God has called me to say. I will go where God has called me to go. I will be obedient in all things Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's praise the Lord together today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, Sarah, if you don't mind setting up the Father's Day gifts for me. And um, if you need prayer this morning, I want you to come this way. If you're just having a hard time with thoughts or mindsets, come this way. Uh, leaders, y'all come up here real quick. Let's get ready to receive them. I want to say thank you for being here today. We will not have church Wednesday. I do ask, please, 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 that you pray um, all week long, at least for 15 minutes regarding open heavens. Thank you, guys. We love you. We will see you on Thursday night in Beaumont. Y'all have a great, great rest of your week. We love you.